0: back. What's up, everybody? It's the Power Rankings podcast, aka the Power Rankings show. I'm your host, Elliot Harrison. I'm pleased to be joined with a, a veteran football writer now at Marcus underscore Mosher. Hello, sir.
1: What makes you a veteran and not just uh, a rookie? Like, how many years well, do I have to put in? You're
0: like, I would say you're like Mark Sanchez starting the 2010 AFC Championship game right
1: now. Your second year guy. I need a great supporting cast around me to be successful.
0: Yeah. Training Dude. wheels haven't quite been taken off. Yeah. But...
1: Enjoy a good but hot you're... dog every once in a while. Yeah. But you're sneaking through the postseason. That's fine.
0: Mm-hmm. With fine. the little help of a cookie bellied Sean Ellis chasing Tom Brady around. You are you're doing great. I should say, Hey, I think a guy had like three sacks in that game. I probably shouldn't yeah. say anything. Good uh, player. You're a very good player. Uh, liked him a lot. So, uh, you were more of a Mike DeVito guy, I think. Um, So, great start to the
1: podcast here. It's Picks uh, Wednesday. We're going to talk about cookie bellies, Can I just say the ultimate cookie belly was uh, Tully Bentecane for the Patriots, (laughs) one of my favorite players ever.
0: (laughs) We didn't even mention him on our great football names. Remember our great football names? Yeah. Uh, Good stuff. All the the halcyon days of Igor Olshansky. Uh, Okay, so, uh, former Charger, former Cowboy. We're going to do some picks today. Uh, by the way, if you haven't checked on Marcus's latest writing, he just ranked the corner backs as in DBs for ProFootballFocus.com. It's up right now, isn't it?
1: Uh, I'll be up on Thursday.
0: I'll be up on Thursday. Yep. Anthony Brown did not make number one. Shocker! It's a disappointing season for him. But Terrence Newman appeared on the list just because, even at like 45 years old, he could probably still play. How old would Terrence Newman be I, uh, now, Marcus? Come on. Wait.
1: Uh, he's got to be 45, like 45, 43. No, I'm, I'm going to fact check it, but he's got to be like 41. No, no, now, no. Right?
0: He's, he's 40. He is 45 because he, he, he he's turned 44. 24. He's 44. And he's going to be 45. Okay. Yeah. I love Terrence
1: that's, that's how ages work.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's how they work. I loved it when Newman and Anthony Henry, the corners, they wore 41 and 42. I thought, oh, that's so cool. You know, I nerd out over football numbers. You know, I still think it's cool that Pierce wears 31 for the Texans. Okay, we're done with that. Uh, Another topic, I didn't even want to talk about this today before we get to the picks, but it's been in the news quite a bit. Uh, Shockingly, um, if you guys have not seen some of the more uh, I don't know. What would you call it? It's like fifth down in the headline stack, sure. probably in football yep. news, but JC Treader, Cleveland Browns, offensive lineman. Uh, he's NFLPA president. I believe the players association president, isn't he? No. Yeah. He doesn't play he for the
1: Browns anymore, but former, or not
0: uh, former Browns. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, did I say Browns? Yeah. Excuse me. Non-current Browns, offensive lineman, JC Treader. Anyway, uh, he wrote a letter to, to the league, uh, Let's see, Matt Stafford's wife has definitely talked about this. Aaron Rodgers has chimed in on this. I'm trying to think if someone more prominent also chimed in on it. I can't remember now, Uh, but those are three that come to mind right away. Cooper, Cooper well, yeah, but Matt Stafford's wife was advocating for Cooper Cup. Um, And basically what they're saying, what they're complaining about, what they're harassing or haranguing the league about is – Player safety, which the league Mm -hmm. says is its priority about the field surfaces. Now, again, this has not been the top news in football, so don't feel bad if you haven't seen this. But it kind of has been lingering now for, I'd say, two weeks. And it's interesting to see where this is going to go. Now, you were telling one of our producers uh, over at Brinks that you don't think any of the stadiums will actually change from field turf to grass, which is what
1: the players and I guess Mm -hmm. the players' wives want why do you think that? First of all, I think they like the looks of the artificial turf. Um, when you see it visually at the stadium or on TV, it just looks better than natural grass. And on top of that, you can replace it easier. You can have other events on it. And if you're like AT&T Stadium, the Cowboy Stadium, it's just a lot cheaper to do the artificial turf and then you can do concerts on it and you don't have to worry about it deteriorating as the season goes on. You can do high school football. You can do college games. Um, that's why I don't see teams moving on from it anytime soon.
0: I, I would I would argue the point that it looks better. I mean, I don't think where Tampa plays would look better with field turf. Um, uh, you know, I I think grass does look really good in some of the stadiums. Um You know, back when they started going to turf more often, there were some stadiums where the grass looked awful. One that comes to my mind uh, instantly was Baltimore Colts before they moved to Indy. (laughs) The grass was always yellow. Like, literally, it was a yellow dirt field. And so it was a big... uh, The Indianapolis Colts played at the Hoosier Dome. I don't know if you know this. Indiana Indiana University used to play there, Marcus. I know you're not a college football guy. On your point... It does look better on TV, but I think really, it's. wouldn't it be more about the revenue? Because you don't want your grass field to take a beating. And if you can get other teams and other things to use your field, it's more concession money and all those Mm -hmm. kinds of things for you. All those ancillary stadium revenues. And I've been using some SAT words already on this podcast. I don't know if you caught Halcyon, but feel free to look that one up. I disagree with you on the point that it's not going to change, though, because... How can Roger Goodell get out in front of the media, especially right before the Super Bowl when he kind of does his State of the Union for the NFL and feel that question and with a straight face say, no, we are all about player safety. it's our first concern. The, f- the first follow-up qu- question from a reporter is going to be, you have your most veteran players like Aaron Rodgers saying that you're being hypocritical here with your field services and it's not good for player safety and you've been the subject of two lawsuits about it. How can you sit there and say that this is the safest thing for players? How does he answer that question?
1: I mean, this is what Roger Goodell is paid to do is to lie in front of the media and just be a human meat shield for the NFL owners, right? I mean, yep. he'll he'll give an answer. Oh, our studies have shown that there's not a big difference and uh, blah, 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 blah. And we know that it's wrong and we know that it's a lie. But after he gets done doing that press conference and after a day of news, nobody's going to care anymore because this is just what happens. Well, I'll just, what is it's depressing. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth, though, right? I'm not yeah, lying. Yeah, it is.
0: Uh, I can't handle the truth. I know you've never seen that movie. It's okay. Don't even. You're uh, do a good Ben? Yes, that's, yeah. that's a great. Please tell me you like that movie and that you've yeah.
1: seen it. Yeah, Tom Cruise is not bad in that movie.
0: <laughs> it's not bad, huh? All right, cool. <laughs>
1: Almost as good uh, as Cocktail.
0: Almost oh, as good a Yeah. What is, uh, we, you know, we need to, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to get your top three Tom Cruise movies. Um, for now, though, want to finish this point so we can get to our picks. Um, first point being that I think, well, did you happen to read the attorney for the Broncos player that is suing yes. the league? Yes. His comment was right on the money, where he said, when you're covering cable cords with a mat that you could buy at whatever he said, a Walmart, for, yep. I mean, that's essentially what they do. Christ. And uh, they do it for a better viewing experience for all of us at home and so on and so forth. They have to cover the cables. You wonder how all this stuff gets done. But at the end of the day, I was reading his statement. I was going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And if I was a member of the jury, I would absolutely side with the player uh, in this in this instance. Um, I think the other thing, too, um, I don't know that as far as, Fans, we really care about seeing field turf. It may look better on TV, but don't you think most fans actually really enjoy natural elements games? I, I know I do. You were just talking about going to, if the, we'll get to if the Bills get six feet of snow, you know, um, I don't know. I do think you there's different. I, I,
1: I think you, I Marcus
0: think, Mosher, as a viewer.
1: Yeah, I think teams like to see the elements. I don't think they like to see sloppy fields because it just becomes bad football. And if there's bad footing, it leads to, interceptions and fumbles. I think what we like to see is snow and rain and all that kind of stuff. But no, I don't think people enjoy muddy fields.
0: My second point on this real quick. um, I'd love to talk to one of these. uh, There's a guy that does actually does a show. uh, He's a sports bed doctor about football injuries. And I've told you this before, just because a guy doesn't get hurt at that time does not mean that the surface isn't affecting his body so yes maybe the injuries are the same on a grass field and a field turf but we don't know about the lingering effects and my guess is just just deductive reasoning there's far more uh, uh, lingering injury problems from playing either on field turf or astroturf I know that Dan Deardorff had said you know as he got later in life you know he said you have to remember he goes we were practicing at Bush Stadium uh, which was in St. Louis, St. Louis Cardinals on AstroTurf three or four days a week, plus playing the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot of wear and tear. If you ever played street ball and you're just concrete, just when you're a kid, you know what that was like. Um, so, you know, when you had that one neighbor, Larry, who didn't want you to be on his yard because he just had Kim Lawn come out or something. Mm-hmm. So you know, you guys had to play in the street. I know you don't have that problem because you all have like 180,000 acres out there. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're Marcus Liz. Marcus Blackhawks. So, yeah, Marcus grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth. That's oh, why he it. had a Jamarcus Russell fathead.
1: <laughs> One dollar at Sal Val. <laughs> yes! Okay, so what do we got on the pick socket Let's go! Uh, all right, first game. Actually, a fun Thursday night game. It's the Tennessee Titans against the Green Bay Packers. Packers, three-point favorites.
0: I like the spread here. Uh, I think it's fair. Give Green Bay the home field three points and give them nothing else. But I actually... I like Green Bay in this game only because of the Titans' injury situation. Yes. Although, the formula Green Bay used to beat Dallas ain't going to work in this nope. game. They're going to have to make plays in the passing game. That's why I think Christian Watson busting out last week was really important for the team.
1: I, I agree. I like the Packers' minus three this week. I think they take care of business at home. Uh, Next game, yeah, Bears at Falcons. Uh, actually, a kind of a sneaky, fun game. I, I you wouldn't bet. even call it... I- Oh,
0: Marcus froze on us. Look out. No, no. He was right in the middle of making a great point. Can I tell you, all of you guys, Marcus loves Marcus Mariota football. If there's one guy Marcus loves to watch in the NFL, it's Marcus Mariota. So since he's frozen, I'm going to go ahead and predict what I think he's going to pick. He's going to take Chicago on the road. I don't know the spread for this game. Uh, Oh, there you are. I was just speaking for you. I was telling all of our listeners and viewers how much you love watching Marcus Mariota. I, I think you're going to pick the Bears here, but I don't know the spread. I know you're going to pick the Bears outright,
1: though. So, Falcons three-point favorites uh, in this game. I'll take the Bears plus three. Uh, you like the Bears outright? I do. I do, too. What about Khalil Herbert? He's out for
0: the season. Yeah. That's so... Do you want to it's guess David the total? Ma- it, do you
1: want to guess the total for this game? Cause you're going to be shocked.
0: I will. I just wanted to say real quick, David Montgomery has not been as effective as Herbert this year. Does
1: yeah. that concern you at all? A little bit, a little bit. I think, I think those two worked well together. So not having Herbert's a little bit of a struggle.
0: Yeah. Herbert was on pace for about 1100 yards rushing yeah. this year. David Montgomery's a good physical back. And of course, Justin Fields can run. Uh, it'll be interesting. Okay. Total on this game has got to be low. My first ankling was 42 and a half, but I actually think that's too high. Um, I'm going to go 39 and a half. 50. No way. I take the under all day. That is, by the way, the farthest I've ever been off on a total ever. Did that surprise you?
1: Yeah. I thought that would be like a clean 44 and a half. 50 is a lot. So
0: I thought 42 and a half, but then I thought the way Vegas has been adjusting lately that they would bring it way down and I went in the wrong direction. You and I were both way too low. Um, I'd take the under all day. I'd rather take the under on this game
1: than to take the uh, Bears. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Next one. Browns at Buffalo. Uh, This is an eight-point spread.
0: Feels about right. Um, I would feel, especially with the weather conditions, I'd feel a little hesitant to take Buffalo here. I'll take Buffalo
1: outright. I'd walk away from this line. I agree. Again, seventy-two to eighty inches of snow projected between now and Sunday afternoon. That is, I think that's just stay away. Honestly, that's just way too much unknown. And weird things happen in the snow. So after after
0: watch, hey, after watching the Patrick Peterson interception, I mean, he had two uh, in the red zone against Josh Allen. Do you think there's more to that elbow than than
1: uh, maybe he's being led on here? No, I just. That's the same mistake that Josh Allen's made throughout his entire career. I I, I don't I don't think we it's can fair. just blame the elbow because hey, he had an interception.
0: Fair comment. I just I like to no. get your quick hot takes because when you volunteer hot takes, I don't like them. That's fine. Uh, okay, next one.
1: Uh, next one. Eagles at Colts. Mm-hmm. Eagles six and a half point favorites on the road here.
0: Makes sense. Um, I don't know what the Colts are right now, Marcus. I I. I have a feeling they're going to play for Jeff Saturday, and the Eagles can't fart around, quite frankly, here. But they're such a better team than Indianapolis. Okay. And I worry, I, I don't worry, I'm not really that concerned. I'm much more concerned about my G prepares. But it would concern me, as a Colts fan, to see my offensive line go up against a, what's going to be an extremely motivated Eagles front, particularly Brandon Graham. <laughs> you froze again <laughs> Marcus uh so if you guys don't know Marcus lives in rural Pennsylvania and when we do these video casts, his uh Wi-Fi like literally bottoms out on him all the time so we apologize which is by the way one of the reasons why Marcus was against Amazon doing the Thursday night games because in areas so many Americans live in areas like Marcus does and they can't get fast enough Wi-Fi. I was just telling everybody that this is the reason you don't like Amazon right here yeah. doing the Thursday night game. This is case in point, that, uh, but go that, ahead. I was, a, I borrowed your cowardness, cowardliness and uh, cowardice and didn't make a pick here.
1: That, that's fine. Um- To just mention, as we're recording this podcast, we're just getting dumped on with snow. Like we're expected, like an inch and a half of snow per. That's right. I'll cover for you.
0: That's I've I've been incredibly Uh, talented
1: covering for you. I think the Eagles are going to win, but I'm staying away from that spread. That's just too many points. Uh, Me too. Home slash cheese. All right. Lock of the week. Ready? Jets at Patriots. Patriots are three point favorites. Give you the Patriots all day long to cover that spread. There's our lock of the week graphic. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Mmm, tacos. I want to say, Zach Wilson, in his career, he's played three games against New England, two touchdowns, seven interceptions, passer rating of 50. You know, you can't do this to me.
0: Because what you do to
1: me is you get me
0: jazzed about a team which you have consistently tried to do on the Jets. And then when I start, start you know, creeping there and I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll make them an upset pick. You're like, there's no way you can do it. But I agree. I, I could agree more. Let's talk over under on this game. This has got to be another low one, dude. Um, if Vegas did a 50 on this, I swear you need to lay $10,000 no, no. on it right now. I'm going to go on this one, 42
1: and a half. Still a little high, 38 for this game. I'm
0: all over the map right now. I what have I ever missed by 10 and 4.5 and points on See, guessing totals?
1: Ever. That, that's a tough one because... In my brain, when I was picking this game, I was thinking like 24 to 14, which puts you right at 38. It's a stay away for me on the sp- I, on the total.
0: You know, what worries me is something you always talk about with the low totals. It's one thing to bet on a 38 total when you're dealing with quarterbacks that aren't going to turn the ball over. But I don't trust Zach Wilson to not turn the ball over against New England. Pick well, six and you're done. Your bet's gone.
1: Yeah, I agree. Okay. Next game,
0: the one that I wouldn't I'm, bet on that. That's my point, everybody. Do not bet on that total. And Marcus froze again. It's going to be like this. Marcus told me in Buffalo that they're expecting, he's not, Marcus is not in Buffalo. He's an hour for Buffalo, but they're expected to get six feet of snow by Sunday in Buffalo. And I think in Marcus's area, which is in Northern, I think Northern Pennsylvania, I always forget exactly where on the map his town is. Uh, they're supposed to get something very similar to that. So he had to go buy uh, snow tires for his wife today uh, because I was just telling people, just expect a lot of dump outs from you. Aren't you guys, I always forget, are you in Northern Pennsylvania?
1: Yeah, or, Northwestern Pennsylvania. Northwestern Pennsylvania, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's about, what I always screw up. Okay. But about hours south of Buffalo. Uh, next right, day. are y'all getting six feet also? Yeah, we're expected the, to get between somewhere between five and six feet and it's all happening right now, so... Alright, don't worry. Coming. I have a lot of hair. I've got some Harrison Ford hot
0: takes and stuff for when uh, you dump out. That's so, fine.
1: Next game. A game that I don't want to watch at all. Rams Rams at Saints. Saints oh, four-point favorites. Okay, this is another game. has got to have a
0: super, super low total. Saints are six-point favorites because Cooper Cup's not playing and they're at home. Uh, I, oh, you said four-point favorites. Four-point fa- favorites. Man, I might be inclined to take the Saints, even though it's four. That's a tough one. I think I'm more curious about the total. With no Cooper Cup, the way Andy Dalton's been playing, I can't imagine Vegas put a lot of points on the total here. First of all, what do you think of this spread?
1: There's no way you can justify betting Saints minus four in this game. What The Saints scored ten points last week. I, I can't justify betting anything on the Rams right now. I know, but I at least you're getting
0: points though, right? True, you're getting four. That makes it, if it were three, there's no
1: way there's I would no even... Yeah.
0: consider anything for I still don't want I think this is a walk away I want to know what the total is so that I can bet the under
1: 39
0: and I can't bet the under on that
1: saying so, it uh, I it, it's man. and I if I would have told you like two years ago hey Ram Saints 39 you would have said oh is that the first half total right nope nope you know uh you guys that listen to us all the time y'all
0: know I like betting the under I I really Marcus hates it I like it but there are times where you just can't do it because yeah. Vegas is... That's why I'm shocked that Chicago-Atlanta
1: is 50. 50. It's ridiculous. There's no way. Yeah, Okay. I know. Uh, let's uh, go next game. Next game. This is a true Elliot Harrison special. It is the Detroit Lions against the New York Giants. Giants, are you ready? Yeah. Three-point favorites in this
0: game. Ooh, I'm shocked at that. Okay, two questions for you on this one. Number one, little truth serum. Will you admit... This would probably be one of your three games that you're watching in the early window. Admit it. You think this is a fun game. I know you do. You're going to act no, like it, you don't because you want to go through the Lions and Giants. I,
1: I, I, I'll keep an eye on it, but no, my games are going to be Browns, Bills, Eagles, Colts, Jets, Patriots. You hate the Colts. I do. Hate you're the sick Colts. of that. You're
0: sick of the Browns. You told me you didn't want to watch any more Browns uh, football. I've never been against that is
1: exactly what you said. Yeah, but as a lifelong Bills fan, I have to watch my team.
0: You speak, you speak <laughs> out of eight sides of your mouth, much less two. Okay, uh, and my second question for you is, do you think this should be Giants more like minus five and a half or something or minus four and a half?
1: I agree, which is why I'm going to take the Giants minus three and not overthink it.
0: Me too, me too. And you know, I, I think the Lions are doing a really good job as of late. I'd love to see the Lions sneak a win here, wouldn't you? Yeah, that'd be
1: awesome, right? Before
0: Thanksgiving. So
1: you be, <laughs> yeah, that, you a want it for the Cowboys. Momentum. I want it for Dan Campbell. Yeah, I also want the Lions to have just a little bit of positive momentum going into that Bills game on Thanksgiving. So, Oh, yeah, that'd uh, be rad. Okay, uh, next game. Panthers at Ravens. Panthers, 12-point underdogs in this game.
0: I apologize, everybody, for Marcus popping his peas. He's a big fan of that. That's fine. Uh. Put your money where your mouth is. Uh, Is there any world, any world, in which a game that Baker Mayfield has already been announced as the starter, you'd put money on the Panthers in this game?
1: Yeah, I would. Given that it's 12 points. I would. That's a lot of points. I don't trust Baltimore to cover that spread at all. Um, So, yeah, I think I would take the Panthers plus 12 here.
0: Here's one reason I think you can. I know everybody poo-poo's Baker Mayfield. Okay. And maybe we need a, an adult playing quarterback, as Marcus likes to say. But but don't you think this is kind of a career game for him? I think this might be the biggest start of his career. He needs that to look in the Pittsburgh playoff game.
1: He needs to look yep. competent in this game, right?
0: He he really does. Um I'd probably be more inclined to go Carolina than you, than than other people would, just like yourself. Than I would to take Baltimore with that twelve points. Uh, the total on this game, I think, is too hard to predict because of the Baker Mayfield factor and how's Baltimore secondary going to play? Right. I would. St- I don't care. What is the total just for out of 41 curiosity? Forty-one and a half. Actually, I'd be more inclined to go the over on that, but I. This is one I. I. It's just too unsure for me. Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, all right. Next game. Commanders yep. at Texans. Commanders, three-and-a-half point road favors.
0: I hate those three-and-a-halves. Mm-hmm. I hate them so much. I hate them so much. But I think Washington's going to win this game. And I feel more inclined to think Washington would win by four than Houston's going to do something. So I'm going to take Washington here.
1: I'm going to take the Texans to cover that spread. I'll take the Commanders to win, but the Texans to cover the spread. Can't work. Oh, yeah. You just want uh, the commanders to lose. I know. Uh, next game. Raiders at Broncos. I have to cover this game, but I'm not gonna be watching it. Uh, Broncos, two and a half point favorites at home.
0: I need to ask you something. I hate to circle back on you, but I really don't mind because this game is complete garbage. And it would it, before the season, this looked like, oh man, what a cool game. Yeah, this was a really important game last year because I believe this was the game. Rich Basaca's first game mm-hmm. as head coach of the Raiders, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Raiders at Broncos. Yep. And the Raiders went and got a pretty big road win. Um, I got to circle back though. There hasn't been an official announcement that Heineke's starting this week, right? Didn't didn't uh, your your favorite head coach kind of brush I mean, that one off yesterday? I don't, I don't think ha- I don't
1: think he has to, right? It's like I don't have to announce every week that I'm going to be watching football to my wife on Sunday. It's just a given, right? <laughs>
0: Is Ron Rivera only ahead of Lovey Smith in terms of coaches dear to your heart?
1: Uh, I actually told somebody today that I'd rather have Ron Rivera than Mike Tomlin, so make of that what you will.
0: Uh, that's one of the takes that I was warning you guys about. <laughs> that's when we could use a freeze from the snow uh, on the Wi-Fi. Okay, Raiders-Broncos. Broncos are favored by two and a half. They're at home. We've always talked about Vegas typically you figure about three points for the home team. So basically they're saying the Raiders are a, a half point better. I don't know that I could get behind that. Nope, I can't this to either. me is another game that's a total walk away. This is another game that should have a super low total. Um, how do you have faith in either offense right now? Either I, one.
1: I, I don't, but I have faith in the Broncos defense. Their defense has been outstanding mm-hmm. this year. I, I just think they're going to be able to get enough stops. I'll take the Broncos to win in cover.
0: I'm going to go with you on that. Are, are we looking at uh, at 42 or lower than that? Because I, I think it should be lower. 41.5, so it is a little bit okay. lower. Okay. That's about right where it should be. Uh, no.
1: Okay, next game. Uh, next game, Dallas Cowboys at Minnesota Vikings. Cowboys, one-point favorites and even at one-and-a-half on some sports books right now.
0: Gosh, this is like a push to me. I, I literally see this game being like a one-point game. Oh,
1: gosh. You like Minnesota outright, don't you? My gut says that Dallas is going to win this game, to be honest with you. I really do. Uh, but I, when, every time I look at the matchups, I think Minnesota's better here. There are quarterbacks playing better. They've got maybe the best receiver in football. So I really, really struggle with this game. I, I'll lean Minnesota... But it won't shock me at all if Dallas just wins this game 31-27. I'm going to say the same thing about this game I said last week. I have seen Minnesota play
0: this year where they dump out of running the ball. Where they have a clear time that they should be running the ball, even against Buffalo. Dalvin Cook had a really good game. But if you look at the number of carries, there were times they should have ran him and they didn't. And that was kind of like Green Bay before they played Dallas. Now, Green Bay flipped that script. If Minnesota flips that script and uses Cook and Madison and they have 35 touches between them, mostly Cook, I think they beat the Cowboys, but I can't trust that they're going to do that. I think I'm going to go with you on this one. I'm going to take the Cowboys here uh, on the road. This is a huge game, by the way, huge game. By the way, Dallas has played very well against Minnesota in recent vintage.
1: Yeah, maybe they should play Cooper Rush. They beat him last year with Rush. They beat him the year before with Andy Dalton. Uh, It's a joke.
0: Don't funny. poo-poo Cooper Rush again. I, I, think, I think I think
1: everyone that listens to
0: Locked On Cowboys knows how you feel. I did, he played I great he played Minnesota great against Minnesota last uh, year. Next game. Don't tell me it was all trick plays and Cedric Wilson.
1: Next game. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This line started the week at four and a half Bengals, okay? It is down to Bengals minus two.
0: I like the Bengals at that. I don't like the minus four and a half. Uh, I'll take the Bengals to win
1: and cover. I will take the Steelers to win and cover at home. I knew you were going to do that. They beat the They beat him in week one in or in uh, Cincinnati. They forced five turnovers. And that was with Jamar Chase having a monster game. No Jamar Chase in this one. Probably, we don't know that for sure. He hasn't been ruled out. I don't think. No. is he just uh, doubtful? Zach Taylor said that they're looking ahead to like the 27th as the next time that they could potentially get him on the field.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with the Bengals on this one, okay. man. They right. Win by
1: field goal. Sounds good. Uh Chiefs at Chargers, the Sunday night football game. Chiefs, six and a half point favorites. I will take the Chiefs all day to cover that spread.
0: I will too. Patrick Mahomes has been I think relatively consistent. Now they do have a a little issue. Juju Smith Schuster may not be available for this game. I believe he's in concussion protocol. Isn't he? Yep. Uh Juju. Yep. Um You might say, well, that's not a huge injury. Actually, he's been pretty productive for that team this year. Uh, Ended up being a good acquisition. I think you were wrong on that one.
1: He's not completely washed.
0: (laughs) I was just about, before you made that snide remark, I was about to give you credit because you did a really good job picking games last week. You you. outpicked me last week, which is, you know, it's like seeing a bald eagle. But, you know, yeah.
1: Uh, Or a brown uh, locust. Chiefs will win and cover. Uh, Last game. I'm with you. San Francisco 49ers at Arizona Cardinals. The 49ers are eight-point favorites. And my favorite quote of the week comes from Cliff Kingsbury. He said, uh, we're hopeful that one of Kyler Murray or Colt McCoy is healthy enough to play. We'll play whoever's healthier.
0: I'll tell you right now, you're going to laugh at me. Colt McCoy plays this game 49ers don't cover. They don't uh, I, because. Okay,
1: hold on. I, I think they cover either way.
0: Hold on, Mister Fancy Pants. This is what. First of all, when a coach says that, if we're just talking about gambling your money, if if I hear a coach say that, you walk away from this game. If you have absolute uncertainty about who's playing at quarterback, I think you walk away. Now, Marcus says it doesn't matter who plays. Forty Nine ers are winning on the road by eight points or more. But last year, people were saying the same thing. The Cardinals went in. To San Francisco with Colt McCoy at quarterback, and they destroyed the four. To be fair,
1: that was also against Trey Lance.
0: No, Trey Lance played in the game in Arizona. He did not play in the game in San Francisco.
1: Didn't Colt McCoy play that game as well?
0: I think he might think so. I think it was Kyler versus Trey Lance, and it was Colt McCoy.
1: Here's the, here's why I'm saying I'm fact checking it right
0: now. Go ahead. Go ahead. You fact check me. I'm pretty sure Colt McCoy. I said this on the last podcast. I think he went two and one as a Cardinal starter last year, and one of the wins was a big win at San Francisco, and he played great. Unless my memory is totally
1: jacked, Colt McCoy is so, not going to go ahead. So he, Colt McCoy played in the the game home against Arizona or home against the Forty Nine ers. He was twenty two of twenty six, two hundred forty nine yards and touchdown. Um garoppolo did play that game i was wrong
0: this is a real guys this is it's i fine. just want everyone to mark the date down it's fine but brinks can we mark can we get some kind of graphic that is the first time marcus has ever said I was, I, wrong. I was wrong it's fine uh yeah i don't i don't bet on this uh on on this spread uh what's our total on this marcus
1: uh higher than i thought 43 and a half
0: Oof! What do you think of that? Could you see this game? If the 49ers do win, I'm,
1: I'm thinking like 23-13. I, I would be inclined to take the under here.
0: I would too. I'd be more inclined to take the under than to bet on this with uncertainty at a quarterback. If Kyler Murray plays this game, I don't know. I might take the 49ers to to win by eight. I, I'm kind of with Marcus on Kyler Murray right now. I'm a little bit out, out on Kyler yep. Murray culture uh, right. at this point. So we'll see. Let's
1: go through the games really quickly. Titans at Packers. We both like the Packers to win and cover. Bears at Falcons. I like the Bears to, to win and cover. What about you? Uh, Yeah, I'm going with you on that. All right. Browns at Bills. We both like the Bills to win, but we're staying away from that spread. Eagles, mm-hmm. Colts, same thing. We like the Eagles to win, but stay maybe away. stay away. Jets, Patriots. Hammer the Patriots minus three against you the bet. Jets. Rams, Saints, Uh, We kind of hate this game. We're leaning, picking the Saints to win, but don't bet on that spread uh, unless you want to take the Rams side. Lions-Giants. We both like the Giants to win and cover. Fun watch.
0: Super fun watch. Sorry.
1: (laughs) We both like the Giants to to win. We have a little bit of faith there. Panthers-Ravens. We both like the Panthers to cover, but the Ravens to win. Commanders-Texans. I like the Texans to cover, but we both like the Commanders to win outright. raiders broncos you got to be a late degenerate to watch this game, unless you're a Raiders or a Broncos fan, even then. Uh, we'd like the Broncos to to win and cover. Cowboys-Vikings. I'm going to pick the Vikings to win at home. I'm going to show some faith in my guy, Kirk Cousins. You're going to pick the Cowboys to you win. You just said you were picking the Cowboys. No, I said my gut says to pick the Cowboys. My brain it's says sizeable. to pick the hey, It's, it's sizable, everybody, it's, so it's sizeable. you might trust it. Uh, Bengals okay. at Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers to win and cover. You are taking the Bengals to win. You want to pick the Bengals to cover? You want to have some guts? Oh, no,
0: I'm not the one that has guts. I'll take the Bengals to win and I'm <laughs> going to pull a Marcus Coward act.
1: All right, fine. Next Chiefs, time. Chargers. We both like the Chiefs to win and cover. 49ers, Cardinals. I like the 49ers to win and cover. Elliot likes the 49ers to win. But if Colt McCoy starts, he's taking the Cards to cover.
0: Yeah, and I will take the Bengals to cover in that game. So we have a few differences: Cowboys, Vikings, uh, Cardinals, 49ers, uh, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, uh, Houston, Washington. And I think we differed on one more, uh, but cookies, I can't remember it now. Um, how's that for some displaying some good memory technique? Marcus, I I'm going to text you all day on Sunday when Detroit's playing Giants. Stream of consciousness tweets about the Giants offense. Uh, about daniel jones you love those tweets or those texts rather Mm -hmm. um i know you're really going to be watching that game you're just saying that because you're a hater and you want the giants to lose the giants are seven two bro they're gonna be eight and two i I know and they're gonna finish 11 and six there's no
1: getting the, the the six and four cowboys hosting the eight and two giants on thanksgiving the cowboys are gonna be like seven point favorites it's gonna make no sense I know, it's crazy. I hope the Cowboys don't wear their navy blues at home. They're wearing their their white helmets.
0: Yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, Yeah, okay, I I can get behind that. Um, Okay, before we go, very important stuff here. Top three Tom Cruise movies. Does Cocktail make the list?
1: Cocktail is number two. Uh, Again, I'm not going by best movies, but my favorite Tom Cruise movies. Cocktail is number two. Jerry Maguire is at number one because, of course, it has to be at number one, right? Number three. (laughs) Does Top Gun make the list? Uh, Which one? I haven't seen the one, yeah. I'm I'm still saving it. I'm saving it. Um, I'm going Days of Thunder at number three. All right, I'm going to go... Oh, this is tough. This is tough. Okay, those aren't the best... Tom Cruise movies, those are the ones I just enjoy the most.
0: Yeah, we left off, you know, some obviously oh. really famous ones from the Mission Impossibles to interview with a vampire. Uh, but one of the ones that you didn't miss uh, or that you didn't uh, mention, my favorite Tom Cruise movies, probably Last Samurai. That's a good um, one. I'm probably going to go. This is total nostalgia because Top Gun Maverick would be my third. And this is a better movie than my second. But Risky Business, man. Yeah,
1: you gotta put that if, in there. If you yeah. grew
0: up when I grew up, that was like legendary. Uh so everybody had a crush on Rebecca De Mornay. I know you don't know who that is,
1: but I almost put yeah. Austin Powers when he's in he's in gold member just a little bit at the beginning. <laughs> oh and we're talking about Tom
0: Cruise's best acting role. I think it's Tropic Thunder. Oh, it's uh, a good. One. Yeah. where he's an exec, but uh
1: did you I'm ever see Austin Risky
0: Thompson. Business? Yeah, of when course. He had- it makes a diving catch
1: of the egg, you really? know, so it doesn't crack. Do you, do you know how many times I did the, uh, the Risky Business slide into my uh, kitchen? Just oh, socks yeah. It? yeah. I don't actually, I love
0: Bob Seeger. I don't like that song, uh, Old Time Rock and Roll. It's okay. Uh, we need to go. Oh, and if you're a Revenge of the Nerds fan, Booger from Revenge of the Nerds was Tom Cruise's buddy who had a trig final, but they were getting chased by Guido the Pimp uh in in risky business so good for all of you to know my brother wants us to do a separate podcast on Brady Bunch episodes like maybe ranking the top five I don't know if you guys are interested in that but Uh, there's uh, nobody's going to
1: be interested in that there's there's zero chance (laughs)
0: All right. We're going to rock and roll out of here, but we appreciate you guys sticking with us through the hiccups because of the weather uh, Sorry, where Marcus lives. Hope everybody is safe out there in Pennsylvania. Uh, lots and lots of snow. Uh, you can follow Marcus at, uh, well, it's Marcus underscore motion. There you go. The underscore gets me every time. Every time I used to have it and I took it out of my Twitter handle. Uh also you can follow him at Locked On Cowboys with Landon McCool. Give Landon McCool a follow. He also covers the Raiders for USA Today, even though he doesn't want to watch their football games. No, I'm not going to. Uh, I am at Harrison NFL on Twitter. We really appreciate you guys. Enjoy your weekend of football and we will talk to you Monday night. See y'all. Maybe Thursday night. We'll see.